So I'm I'm glad I got ukulele in the impossible lair. It's fun, right? I haven't tried it yet. Um, only reason I haven't tried it is because I've been playing Katana Zero, which you guys are going to hear a lot about today. Because, um, my God. My God. I didn't know what I was getting into. Or is that the one where like you die if you get hit once or something? Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Because I was like, did it come out this year? It's like, yes, game of the year candidate automatically. <laughs> and I'm already almost done with it. Uh, it's a short game, but it's so satisfying. That's good. Oh, my God. I wish I bought it earlier, though. Because it's been on sale like three times. But I'm so glad I bought it now. So, yeah. I picked up that, Wargroove, which I've been mm. wanting for so long. Um, and then I picked the Transistor, like, as, like, a little, eh, throw it in the, ba- throw it in the basket, because it's, like, five bucks. And it runs at 60 FPS on Switch, which nice. is nice. Um, I had it on PS4. I couldn't get into it. I, I, I bought it as a benchmark for, PC, for my PC, um, but it doesn't run well on my PC. Not that well, because, really? yeah. Well... Uh, at the time, because I bought it when my PC just came out, it probably runs better now because I have everything better optimized. Hmm. But like, I was like, well, figured, well, fuck it. It's five bucks. I have a little extra credit over. I can't get anything else. Might as well use it. Um, I was watching the like uh, the first sixteen minute like gameplay trailer or whatever for mm-hmm. Alien Isolation on Switch, and it looks better on Switch than it does on PC. That's crazy. I, like I'm kinda... they have optimized the crap out of that game. That's good. That's that's really good. I don't want to play it because it. I got I I got it for PS3 because mm-hmm. it just is in that time period, and I was like, this game's too hard. Like it's just it's just and so. No, I, I, like, I would never play it either. Like I was tempted yeah. on PC a while back because I was like, okay, is this a scary game that I could get through? And the prevailing theory was no, probably not. no, no. It's very <laughs> difficult, um, and it can be frustrating at some points just dealing with the alien. It's fun to watch let's players go through it though. Mm-hmm. Like it's and the alien just comes out of nowhere, like oh god! And that was the thought was like it's a Halloween game or something, but no, yeah. I couldn't do it. Uh, but just watching that, I was like, wow! Like it might not look better than PC. I guess I shouldn't say that, but it definitely like it's the best of like the console versions, apparently. Which that's good. I yeah. almost I almost bought The Witcher Three for Switch, but I was like, I'm not gonna play you anytime soon, and there's not even a guarantee I'm even gonna like you. Yeah. I but just, I will. I can't get into. No, that. I no, I know, yeah. but like, I'm scared. Okay, it's it's one of those things where I'm like, and I have this with every game that's like highly critical, like highly praised that I don't touch. I'm like, am I actually gonna like it? Or am I gonna be despised by society? I mean, I'm already despised by society as it is. So, like, I want to watch the Witcher Netflix series, but I don't really care about the games. I'm so excited for that though. Only reason is because I get to see shirtless Henry Cavill. That's mm. the only reason I get to want. I want to see it. Him and his Raiden-looking hair. <laughs> you probably will. I don't know. There's been, like, a lot of good press about it so far. Oh, no. Oh, exploit just popped up as your display. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know what I did start watching? I watched the first episode of the Harley Quinn cartoon came, that came out last oh, week. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's it's basically what happens if you give a thirteen year old let a thirteen year old use the f word a lot. Mm-hmm. Like, that's kind of what it seemed like. Yeah, I mean, it is what it is. It's violent as fuck. Like, it's I didn't like. I was like, oh god, I didn't expect because I didn't. I think I saw like one trailer. I was like, okay, but it's funny. Like, Poison Ivy has like a dry humor to her. It's like she's really funny. 
Um, Alan Tydick is the Joker, and he's great. Tudyk. Uh, tu- my bad. I've I heard it pronounced Tydick for years, and it's in my head, so I apologize. No. I'm no, I'm gonna say it either no. way. Doesn't matter. Um, unless I actually meet the man, I'm gonna say it how I want to say it. I have um, met him. Alan T. There you go. Uh, Mr. I feel like Impop- he'd be a good Joker. Yeah. Yeah, he was really good as a voice. But there was one that had me laughing where, like, it's in the end of the episode and, like, Harley, Harley is, like, like crying about, like, she's finally over the Joker. And then, like, um, Ivy has, like, this houseplant that lives with her, like, Little Shop of Horrors. And, like, the houseplant just, like, gets his, like, his hand leaves, I guess, like, his arm, the branches, and, like, he has leaves on the hands. And he goes, oh, boo, fucking who? Cry me a river, bitch. I'm like, oh, my God, that's too fucking funny. Just talking plant, just talking shit. It's great. Um, Harley's voice is great. Like it's, it seems fun. I'm it's, gonna watch uh, Kaylee K- Cuoco. Oh, okay, yeah, I could definitely. Yeah, I just don't like that she's in the Suicide Squad outfit because I don't like that outfit. Yeah, but like I get it. It makes sense in the show because she's basically like, "I'm over you, Joker." Like that's the whole premise of the first episode. Speaking of, there's new Birds of Prey posters, and they're way better than the old, weirdly photoshopped one. Yeah. That movie... That movie... It's just... I'm not gonna... I hate... I just hate the title. Just They should have just called it Birds of Prey. You know what? You know what? Birds of Prey featuring Harley Quinn. That's all they have to call it. It is called Birds of Prey. And the Fatabulous Emancipation of One Harley Quinn. That's why it's stupid, because it doesn't need that. It just said, put featuring Harley Quinn. There you go. That's all I need to do. So stupid. It should just name their Harley Quinn. Yeah, the Harley Quinn movie, because that's what it is. Because yeah. no one, no no normal person knows what Birds of Prey means. Yeah. I mean, there was a TV show, but yeah. I didn't know what it was, okay? Yeah, it was It was very short-lived. <laughs> yeah, right. one of the actors is going to be on The Thing, though. Uh, Crisis. <laughs> That's this weekend, isn't it? It starts this weekend, yeah. Oh, no. I need to get caught up on all the shows. I've been too busy watching Girl Meets World. Uh, part of me wants to break... Do I sound okay, guys? I sound okay, right? Yeah. Okay. Uh, there's a weird audio thing going on. Must be something outside. Um, Alright. Something is spiking my audio for some reason. Oh, I see. It's... There we go. I think I'm, I'm, I think I'm okay now. Um... Part of me wants to like skip, break my rule, and just watch the Crisis crossover because I can't. don't know. Is it is it tied in? Fuck! God damn it! Oh. I mean, it's been basically everything that's been building up since the last crossover. God damn like, it! All of it because I've I've started watching Supergirl again just because I know it builds into. I'm not gonna watch Black Lightning. Like I liked the show. I just I don't have time to catch up on like two seasons of it. Yeah. Um, but I've been watching all the other shows because I know how much it's all going to cross over. Okay, I'll just I'll just wait till the summer, the DC in 2020, the last summer. Of, <laughs> I, that I hope that Netflix deal is still in play. Because I, I mean, so. I, I hope so. Because I want to watch Crisis, damn it, and I'm not. Yeah, and I don't want to sign up for HBO Max. It's been hard watching episodes week to week on Hulu again. I enjoyed them so much more on Netflix, but I can't like. Probably the second half of the shows I'll watch on Netflix, but I gotta watch Crisis. Okay, I'm okay. I'm ready. I'm ready. Justin, are you recording? I've been recording for 14 minutes. Okay, sounds uh, good. 14 minutes and 58 seconds, Captain. 
27, 8, 9, 30. You just going to keep uh, counting? No. Okay. It's, I mean, unless it makes good radio. <laughs> but it doesn't. Alright. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Charge Shot Games Cast. Each and every week, friends gather around and talk about games they've been playing and things going on in their lives. Today, I have with me Justin. Sup? And Ben. Oh, hi Oof. You hurt what? my ears. Did yeah, I? that was unexpected. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh. I apologize, listeners. Um, I'm feeling really sick, and let's just get the show over with. So, Justin, <laughs> that is a that is a strong start. People are so excited to listen now. <laughs> Lo likes it. Oh yeah, he, <laughs> he he likes to keep it low though. You know. Yeah. Um. Anyway, I have just mostly been playing a lot of Star Wars and Pokemon. Um, Let's talk about Star Wars. Yeah, so, spoiler alert for our inevitable Game of the Year talk, my Game of the Year is probably Star Wars uh, Jedi uh, Fallen Order. I forgot the whole title. (laughs) (laughs) Really struggled with that one. But it's your Game of the Year. Yeah. It's a weird (laughs) title, dog. (laughs) Um, yeah, that's a very good game. I thought I was, like, I I was really anxious to get to where, like, you get more lightsaber colors and stuff like that. And I thought I was so far away because, like, there's actually not a lot of planets. There's not. Um, There's only five in total. Yeah, I guess so. And, like, I thought that uh, Dathomir was, like, just, like, a, like, a side quest planet. Um, like, kind of the, like, a... What's the one in God of War? Uh, ne- Nibelheim? The one that's like just the challenge tower type thing, you know? Nibelheim. I think it's Nib. No, that's a that's a Final Fantasy VII place. <laughs> uh, Nibelheim. That's it. Anyway. Okay. Like the fiery one that's just like, like combat challenges. Oh, you're talking about God of War. I said God of War. Oh, sorry. I was, I was. Muspelheim. I'm sick. Oh, I'm sure. just gonna blame it on my sickness. Sure. <laughs> M- M- Muspelheim. Um, no, because there's. I think there's two optional like realms in God. Yeah, of War, yeah, yeah. But, you're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. But yeah, Nifelheim is what I was talking about, and I thought it was like that because it's like, oh, this place is challenging, and it kind of looks, like, you know, looks similar like aesthetically. Um, and so I thought it was just like somewhere you go to like get some secrets and whatever. And you told me there was a, a cool upgrade there. I'm still trying to say like rail relatively spoiler free, um, but you said there was a cool upgrade there. So I went there to get that. And then like, I, you know, got that upgrade and went back to like the story progress. And after like one more little bit of story, it's like, Oh, looks like we're going to uh death next. Oh, really? And then I spent the next like three hours there and I'm like, that's funny. I don't want to be on this planet anymore. <laughs> That's funny. Because, like, I went there kind of, like, right after the first planet I went to. Mm-hmm. And I just cleared that out. And they made the combat so much easier throughout the rest of the game. I did that, too. I didn't know you could go there. I didn't know you could get that that early. Yeah, you can go, like, right after. You you're, You can go to all the planets. Hmm. Yeah. Because I went there and cleared out a bunch. I just, I guess I didn't... Oh, that's right. I kept getting killed by those uh the Knight Brothers. Yeah, they're pretty it's pretty hard to get yeah. to to like that early. There. Yeah. So when I came back later, I was like, oh, these are actually really easy now. I don't know what happened. <laughs> um I guess I was just better at the game at that point. 
But yeah, I need to go back through and just like, you know, wipe out all the planets. Like, uh, that sounded dark. Um, and clear out all of the secrets on the planets. Mm -hmm. There we go. I am not a Death Star. Um, and finish all that up. But, uh, lately I've, I've like, my, my setup, quote unquote, for playing that game was to like have it up. I don't care that much about the story. So like, I wasn't really, really that. I mean, it's cool, but I'm not going to, like, just play the game and watch the story, you know? So, like, I had uh, my wife's tablet up with uh, Disney Plus on it, and I was watching Girl Meets World while playing the game. Don't judge me. It's a great show, actually. <laughs> like, better than I expected. Um, and all the characters are really charming. Um, And so, like, I got really behind on, like, YouTube and, like, other shows and stuff. Like, the CW shows all came back and that kind of thing. Um, so the last few days I've been trying to, like, be at my computer with the two monitors so I can, like, have the Hulu app up and, you know, watch YouTube or whatever else I want to do. Um, so I haven't been playing as much of the game. But I did get my, my yellow lightsaber. Very excited about that. Congrats. And I guess, like, the next area you go to is, like, the final area, right? Uh, Ilum, I think it's called. No, after Ilum. Oh, yeah. After that is the end. Okay, that's what I thought. Because uh, I'm, like, leaving Ilum. I didn't feel like beating it at the at that night, because it was, like, close to bedtime and I died. And the loading the loading times in that game just kind of kill it sometimes. So Really? Yeah, they're, like, a minute on Xbox One X. Really? It's uh, bad. I barely pay attention to the loading times. Like, I guess I've gotten so immune to, like, loading times nowadays, because I'm just... If there's a loading screen that appears, I'm just on my phone and looking at stuff, or I'm watching something. Well, but, it's more noticeable in a game like that, because you're dying so much, and every time you die, there's, like, a minute-long loading screen. So, I mean, for me, like, I'm bad at that kind of, like, Dark okay. Souls-type game. <laughs> so it's like, I'll run in, you know, fight, like, a, a group of enemies, die, and then get frustrated and run back in, fight them again, die, and so it's like... You know, within five minutes, I might spend, like, two of those minutes in loading screens. So it's more noticeable. Mm, okay. Uh, and sure, maybe it's my punishment. <laughs> but no, it's loading like, screens shouldn't be like that. No, it's the one complaint I have about the game. And I've seen it across the board, people complaining about how long loading times are. Especially for a game that's so focused on, like, trial and error. Yeah, that's It what makes you actively not people... want to. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, played about loading times, but it hasn't been an issue for me. That's fair. Um, by the way, I also just I beat I beat that game as soon as um I went to Ilum. I was like, all right, I'm just gonna see this entire story mm -hmm. through. And it, I I got kind of caught up on some of the puzzle stuff in Ilum. Um, I love that planet; it's really cool, actually. But like, cool. once you get it's like, Hoth Light, yeah, uh, actually, <laughs> yeah, my wife came out. She's like, "Are you on Hoth?" <laughs> right. <laughs> um. But, like, once you're trying to, again, trying to keep relatively spoiler-free, once you're trying to, like, leave the planet, I got a little, I was like, oh, this is just, like, the rest of the game again. I like, I like you... the puzzle, like, the temples and stuff more. Yeah, I hate that there's no fast travel system in this. Yeah. Like, it kind of discourages me from wanting to explore. Because mm -hmm. I'm like, I don't want to run all the way over here and then find out I can't do anything or I can't, or I don't know the answer to the puzzle. Yeah. So then I run all the way back to my ship. But it's slightly benefited, like, 
that is a, a knock against the game, definitely. But it doesn't ruin it for me because I love Metroidvaniaism used to backtracking to an extent. Yeah. But it is benefited by the back the uh, shortcut system. Yep, yep, um, yep. Because if you explore everything, you'll most likely open the door back to where you were trying to get to. Yeah, that's cool. Um, yeah. But there's so many like alternate paths. You're never really sure which one's going to be a shortcut back to where you came, which one's going to be the next, you know, the actual right way, which yeah. one's going to be a dead end with a secret. So it's like any given time, you know, you might get to where you're supposed to be, rest at the meditation point, all the enemies come back, and then you have no desire to go back and, you know, try the other <laughs> paths. <laughs> What's funny is that uh, I don't find the the loading times to be like a pain in the ass, but I find the the animation for going into meditation and going hmm. like and doing your stuff in there and then getting out to be too slow. I want something way faster. Yeah, I don't mind it too much actually. So I guess we're just different, yeah, you know, different kinds of people. I'm like, oh my but... god, I just want to go in and like reset my thing. I don't want to <laughs> have you sit down and have it load up and wait yeah. for it. And then go through another menu it's like ah just reset the damn map yeah i think the reason the the loading times are so bad for me is because like the i don't know how to say this correctly like i was going to say <laughs> the combat's my least favorite part of the game but that's not true it's the combat focused sections of the game are my least favorite parts like when it just you know has a uh like a ship that keeps dropping enemies on you and you just have to get through all of them um I don't really like those sections. I like the one-on-one -on -one boss battles are really good for the Yeah, those part. are really good, yeah. Yeah, because yeah. they actually, like, they kind of test you and make you try different things. Yeah. Um, and, the like I said, the puzzle, like, the uh, the temple sections, where it's mostly puzzles with a few enemies scattered, um, those, like, are when I'm like, man, this is exactly what I've been wanting and for, you know, like, like Metroid Prime, for example. I've been craving more Metroid Prime stuff, and this kind of scratches that itch when you go through the temples and, like get upgrades throughout the temple and, you know, use those to, to access new parts of it and find the shortcuts and all that. Like, it just really scratches that. Um, yeah. But then you sometimes have rooms where it's just, okay, more enemies, fine. But usually those sections, like, you do it once, and then that room doesn't respawn the enemies. It's, it's funny, because, like, I, I really enjoy the combat a lot. So, like, whenever I'm faced with enemies, I'm... I'm just having a blast killing them in different ways. Yeah, but it, part of it's like, it's that backtracking you talked about, where yeah. it's like, there's going to be an annoying amount of enemies in one room, and so you don't feel like going back to that room again. Because it's like, I don't have to. I can keep running through. The door is open. Like, there's nothing stopping me from running past them. Yeah, I don't farm them. But they're them a minor inconvenience. Yeah, yeah. I don't farm them or anything like that. Um, what else is there? Oh, okay, so the ending, like, I really love the ending. It's really mm -hmm. good. I want to see another one. I actually really like the characters. Like, I like the main character. Yeah. I like all the side characters they have. They're pretty cool. Um, did you get captured, by the way? Yeah. Can I, you not? Um, I assume you cannot, just mm -hmm. by not getting captured. I think you can actually just kill the boss and move on. Huh. Because I was close. I almost I got him like, down, like, halfway mm -hmm. before I got captured. Yeah, I, I was kind of surprised by that, because, like, I almost had him. Yeah, and then he killed me, and I was like, "Wait, that's not a it's not a game over screen." Like what? Yeah, yeah. So yeah, that was actually a really cool section. But then that was a really cool section. Like I I wasn't really a super fan of like the puzzle stuff that came next. And it was okay. like, and that was another one where it's like, oh, this is just an arena battle. Like I'm kind of all right. I guess I'll do it. Mm -hmm. 
but yeah, that was really cool. I assume if you die to the bounty hunter or well, bounty hunters, whatever. Uh, it sounds dumb. <laughs> but assume if assume if you uh, if you keep dying to the bounty hunters, they'll keep capturing you and taking you to the to the place. Uh, like in that arena battle. Yeah, I assume that's what. No, it just game overs and. Oh, does it? Yeah, okay. I never got killed. By I died in literally every combat in the game. Oh, okay. like, I'm not. I'm not joking. <laughs> so you can confirm everything. Then. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Cool. Because what made that... me mad is like I would get through a whole like you know a whole section of enemies, mm-hmm. die on like a stupid grunt because I was out of stims, mm-hmm. and then go back to the last meditation point, get through all that again like handily, and then find out that in the next room there was another meditation point. I'm like, Did come you... on. Yeah. Did you um? Did you do the the fall puzzle that's underneath the the landing site on that first planet or yeah. the temple? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I didn't. But, I don't know what that little thing is for. It's a stim. No, I the the creature. Oh yeah, I don't know what that was about either. Because it seemed like you could so collect you, them and put them on your ship. But, but you beat I, it and it didn't do anything. I was what? hoping for like a little like you know like Super Metroid thing where the creatures. Are there with you at the end? Yeah, yeah. I was hoping that, like, because there's one where you, like, push open the door and you're like, come here, little guy, right? Yeah. Yeah, I thought, like, he would be on your ship and part of your crew or something. He was. I saw him at one point. Okay, I didn't see him at all, actually. But I thought he was, like, just going to be around. And, like, I saw him, like, scurry under the table. Like, the, Uh you know, the the war table. Yeah. And then that was it. That's the only time I saw him. Yeah. like, And someone made an offhand mention, like, I think we have a stowaway. (laughs) There's parts of this game that make me feel like it's unfinished in some parts. Yeah, like and it just, does, really does feel like it. They went from not even announcing the title to it being released in like a, less than a year. Yeah, and it's not like a bad unfinished. Just like there's like certain ideas that weren't fully like formulated. Mm-hmm. Like the like the idea of having a crew and talking to them like Mass Effect style. Yeah, like I felt like they wanted to do something more with that, but just didn't get that done in time but those characters are great like green they are fantastic yeah. i love them man like i want i want a sequel to this and like yeah have it be a little bit more massive give them the budget that they probably should have had for this one yeah it's it's really good and the ending it's is amazing. amazing i can't okay. wait to hear what you have to say about the yeah ending. i'm excited like i i don't dislike the story i'm just not yeah. invested in it yeah. like the the intro area like i don't that's what i really don't want to spoil because like that intro section is perfect Mm-hmm. Like everything about it, I was like, oh, this is kind of a weird tutorial thing. And then it just keeps going in a way that's like, wow, the, this is like, this is a movie at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, it's almost all of it is playable, but it f- plays out like a movie and it's really cool. Yeah, it's really cool. It's, it's amazing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, aside uh, from that, uh, like I said, that's been most of it, but I have mm-hmm. jumped back a little bit into Pokemon. Um, it's been like kind of in chunks while, you know, watching stuff, but um, it's still good. I've it. It feels like something's missing from this generation, and like it's weird because this is probably the first Pokemon game I'm going to like beat because I'm at the I'm at the championship now. Um, so I mean I'm definitely gonna beat it. I'm already there. But, like it's the first one I've actually felt invested in enough to like run through the whole thing. It since uh fifth gen I think. Um. But it just there's something missing about this region. Like the past games have had things like in the towns where like, you know, you'll go into like a hidden research facility or 
uh, like explore like an ice cave or something like that. And this one's very much just like they got rid of all of that in favor of just having the wild area. And I think I've said this before, like the mileage you get out of the game is how invested you are in the wild area because everything else is like, there's some cool story stuff and like, you know, uh, battles against your, like your rivals as you wander the routes and stuff. But between cities, you don't do much. You explore the actual routes. Um, just, you know, wander through the grass, fight trainers, that kind of thing. But then when you get to town, it's just, like, have some chats. Occasionally there's a rival battle. And then you do the gym and you move on. And there's a few caves, but they're just, like, like route caves, you know? Like, they get you to the next area. There's not really any, like, detours as you go, it seems like. Um, and that was always one of my favorite parts. Like, when I think about Pokemon games, what I remember... Are like the uh, like the team hideouts, like that kind of thing. And there's really not that in this game. Like the closest there is is one of the gym battles, is kind of like a like a seedy like uh, back alley area that is predominantly like populated by the team. But there's just I don't know. There's a there's a personality missing. That's kind of upsetting. But I'm also still really enjoying it because a lot of the new Pokemon are fantastic. Um, the sense of like community with the wild area and like the you know the online elements is really cool. Even though, as I mentioned last time, trading still sucks. Um, I've really enjoyed just like running around because like I can catch everything now. I have I've got all the badges, so I really enjoyed just running around like back where I was before. And it's like, ha! All you strong Pokemon have nothing on me now, and just you know enslaving all of them. Um, and, like, the sense of progression, like, as you, you know, get the ability to uh, go on the water and things like that, is really satisfying in a way that opens up new areas. But it just feels kind of aimless, in a way. Um, it's like you said about, like, Star Wars. It's just, it feels unfinished. And that's a bummer. Uh, because it's it does so many things well for it to feel ultimately, like, meandering from gym to gym. Like, that's the whole point. So, like, I have a lot of problems with it, but I'm still really enjoying it. Like, it's probably my favorite generation since Gen 5. Just because, like, the actual uh, progression is still really satisfying, even though there's not a lot of, like, meat on there. Uh, and part of it is kind of nice that it's streamlined, because it's actually, like, I'm not getting bored. Like, Gen 7, I wanted to like so much. I heard really good things about it. But, like, the four different islands you you jump between and, like, the weird, like, lack of gems. And it's just, I, I, none of it really stuck with me. Uh, Gen 6 just sucks. Everyone knows that. But, um, so, yeah, it's it's nice that they've kind of streamlined a lot of that and, like, made this game quicker to run through. But, I'm, I mean, I'm still 33 hours in, I think. And I'm at the championship. So, like, I've invested time into it. But a lot of that is exploring the wild area, just kind of doing my own thing. So I could I could see people dis being disappointed, but I'm ultimately not. I just I wanted more from the region itself, um, but I'm still satisfied with the Pokemon and stuff. So I don't know. It's it's kind of one of those weird things. Like it it'll probably be on my top ten, but just out of obligation, because like I haven't played all of the games that you know most people would put on their top tens. But it's still good. 
Uh, Pokemon-wise, it's probably my second favorite gen behind behind Gen 5. Um, but, like, actual game-wise, it's probably third behind 5 and 2. Just because, like, it's still, you know, really immersive in a way. Um, but, yeah. That's pretty much all I got. I've, I've dabbled a little bit in Halo games. Uh, my friends came over last weekend for, like, the, you know, the holiday season. And we played some, like, couch co-op Halo 3, which was really fun. Um, but there's not really anything to report. It was just kind of nice, you know, from a, uh, a nostalgia standpoint to actually have people on a couch together playing, like, split-screen Halo. But... That's most of it. Nice. Ben, what have you been up to? Oh, God, I'm alive. Okay. Uh, <laughs> okay. Oh, oh okay. Um, well, uh, I've also been playing Pokemon. I on the battle really love this game. <laughs> Flaws and all. Like, I... Similar to Dragon Quest, which I also played, I'll talk about the minute. I get a huge smile when I'm playing this game. Uh, Namely, it's because of the Pokemon. Like, yeah. a lot of the... like. My big problem with the past several gen- two generations, six and seven, is that while I like the good small amount of the new Pokemon, I always end up defaulting back to other Mons I knew from older generations, mm. and I always hated that. And I told myself, like I said on this podcast, I will make a team that is all new Mons. And for the most part, I did that. Galatar, Ga- uh, Galar, Ponyta counts. It's new. Yeah. Regional so. count. But, like, I, I just... I love my team. I love... <laughs> I'm not going to lie to you, uh, I love the Pokemon camp. Like, I Mm. love just putting, like, if I'm just relaxing and, like, or if, like, I'm at work and I'm like, oh, I only only am having five more minutes, so let me just put Pokemon camp and let me just watch my my team just hang out and then they'll talk and I'll throw the ball and I'll make curry and it's it's fun. I love my team. I, I have my team now. Um, I, there's a, the only complaint I have on my team is there's a buff ass octopus that you can run into. Yeah. Which I was like, oh fuck. It was like water fighting, water fighting. Nope. It's only fighting, which is good because it doesn't have the electrical weakness and it's deceiving as fuck. So I love that. They could probably learn water moves, but it's still disappointing. Yeah, no, it can still learn, but it doesn't get that stab, which is like, ah, come on. But it's still, it hits like a fucking truck. I named it Octogeef because it just reminds me Zangief was an octopus. Um, I caught the uh, the little because I remember seeing this little Pokemon on Twitter. This little sn- like little snail Pokemon, and I was like, "Oh, you look cute." Didn't catch it, and then I fought the Ice Gym, and I saw the moth. I was like, "Oh my god, you look so pretty!" And that thing evolves into the moth. So I was like, "I that's a snail." Well, it's a caterpillar, whatever. The little thing that has the ice yeah, on it. Snow. Yeah, snow. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that evolves into the, into the moth. And I named it Ice Mothra, basically. So, and it has a high-ass special attack. Oh, my God. That thing, whew, and it's fast. Oh, oh, my God. I liked that one, but I already had, uh, I've got Scorch on my team for the bug, and then Mr. Rhyme for the ice, so I didn't use it. But oh, it's okay. pretty cool. Yeah, I, I always try to use an Ice-type Pokemon. It's just Ice-type Pokemon, oh, they get hit by so many things so hard. But like yeah. even this one, this one's Bug bug Ice, so it's it's quad weakness to fire. Mm. But it's fast. I gave it Quaver Dance, so it's going to get that speed. It's already it's already fast, so I'm going to make it faster. But, like, and I got Cutie Fin. I, I, like, I, I just love these Pokemon. 
Yeah. Uh, and namely, I also love the gyms. Like, th- this is my favorite handling of the gyms, and I want the gyms to be handled this way, where they feel more important. Fuck Agreed. the legend. Fuck the story. I don't care about the story. The story is, you are going to defeat the undefeated. That is my story. The, like, the whole, oh, the darkest day, yeah, fuck that, I don't care. Normally, I care about this stuff, but, like, it's such an afterthought. Even the main, even, like, the protagonist, like, or not the side characters, like, you, you don't worry about that. We got that. You go do the gym challenges. I'm like, you're right. I will go do the gym challenges. Fuck and yeah. And you're nailing it, honestly. Like, they got rid of a lot of that side stuff, but they make the gym challenge so, like, satisfying that it's yeah. still immersive. Yeah, and I like Hop as, as a child, as a rival. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, he's the... Beatty or Betty is, like, whatever. Um, I do like that he gets kind of a redemption a little bit. I know, like that he's he gets... a jerk. There hasn't been a jerk rival in a long time. How I would call him more of a douche than a jerk. No. Um... He just it's it's a little bit like you go a little too far sometimes with, with Betty, but like but I like that he kind of finds purpose. You know he's just angry. Mm-hmm. He just wants to please the chairman, but whatever. But like I like I'll say I'll say this much before we go to the next game. Any Nintendo's had a fucking strong ass year, right? They've had a lot of good releases. Any other year, this would have been game of the year, hands down for me. Like like that's how much I love this game and how much it brings a smile to me when I play it. Um, my criteria for what a game of the year is different from y'all. Suck it. Um, but, uh, yeah, fucking, I, I'm almost beating it, but I did get annoyed because I got to the point where, like, I, I got to the semifinals, I beat Marley, Marion, Marnie, Marnie, mm-hmm. I beat her, she's adorable, um, and I, like, I, I had that sense of, like, when you beat Hop, like, I felt bad because it's, like, fighting your friend. I'm like, fuck, I don't, we both want the same thing. I If anybody remembers Yu-Gi-Oh! back in the 90s when Yu-Gi had to fight Joey and it's like, I don't want to fight my best friend, but I gotta, I gotta win, damn it. I, I have to be the one to be the one in 21 and 1. Any wrestling fan will get that reference. Um, So, yeah, I love Pokemon, but that's enough of that. I love it. I love it. I love we it. We got a battle sometime. Um, I've got my final team. I've got a little evolving left to do, but I've got my. Final I don't. Team. I don't do. I don't do Pokemon battling. What? I don't do that. I Just don't for do fun. That. Maybe. Um. I'll, I'll. I'll consider it. Um. If you play me Mortal Kombat. Uh. So. That's anyways. Not how that works. Uh. But speaking of from one RPG to another. Uh. I played Dragon Quest Eleven again because I was like I've. It's been too long and. Just similar to how um, Justin dropped the hint. I'm not saying it is, but Dragon Quest is one of two games that might be my game of the year this year. Uh, because of e- every single time I boot it up, it makes me smile. And how enjoyable it is. And how fun it is. And even how grim it can get at points, especially where I'm at in the story. How just like how deeper it can go into its characters now that you have had... 60 hours of getting to know them, even though it doesn't feel like 60 hours. Um, I, I love it. And I just got to the point where uh, Silvando is easily my favorite party member. Uh, the flamboyant uh, character that he is. Um, it's 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 so it's such a great game. Like, seriously, if you're looking for a Christmas gift, like, if you could buy your kid or yourself one Christmas game this year and you want a long one, a good long one... I can't recommend anything else but Dragon Quest Eleven. I, I I'll give you can. a good long one. Yeah. Um, I'm going to move on from that. Um, so what else have I been playing? Um, let's see. I played a little Doom. That was that's on my PC because it was on sale on the Switch, and I was like, "No, I fucking have it, you idiot! Don't, don't, don't do that." 
and it's 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 Doom twenty sixteen. It's it's really really fun. Yeah. But the the uh, the only other game that I really have been really playing, and it kind of has me by the vice grip right now, is Katana Zero, uh, which released earlier this year. It's published by Devolver Digital. Uh, the gimmick of this game is that you ha- you die in one hit. You play as this assassin who basically has his targets, and you have to make it through a series of state, a series, a stage through a sick series of screens, as I'm going to call them, to get to your target. And that that already in itself, how the gameplay feels, and how basically you can you have a you have a dodge, you can slow down time like it's the Matrix, um, and in that slowdown time, you can parry bullets. Um, and stuff like that. So that part is really, really cool. There's, and what's really cool is that, um, what you, technically what you're doing in the gameplay is basically the precognitive of him planning out the attack. And so after you do the attack, it kind of gives you like a highlight, like a rewind feature showing you, here's what you did in, in like Cecilia Motion. It looks so badass. Um, you can, and you can throw objects and th- there's a certain like, you remember in like old Mortal Kombat games, there was like a crunch when you would do an uppercut. Like, you mm-hmm. felt that? There's a crunch or a, a nice feeling when I slice an enemy or I chuck, like, a brick at them or I chuck, chuck a knife at them. This is basically John Wick. I'm not even kidding with you. With just, like, the level of violence. Um, my It's John Wick, but with a katana instead of a gun. Can you kill someone if, with a horse? Not yet. Hmm. But one thing that surprised me about this game, and I'm not going to spoil anything, I am surprised by the story of this game. Because at first it doesn't seem like there would be a story, right? But, like, this game gets Metal Gear Solid 2 levels of fucking weird. And if anybody who's, who's listening has played Metal Gear Solid 2, you have an idea what I'm talking about. Now, it doesn't go that far. Is there, any, it, is there any fishing that gets mailed? No. No, but the, there, there's some stuff that... There's some, I don't want to spoil anything because it's, like, it's really creative. Uh, it's really, really interesting. And there's some really cool visual effects that they that they play with it. Um, but one of the things I like about it is that, so there's actually like dialogue tree, dialogue options that you get. So initially you'll get like a line that comes up sort of like from, uh, the Telltale games where like you only have a certain amount to respond. Um, but in that first section, there's usually like a red part and underneath the red part, it'll have the dialogue that basically says like, he's angry. Like, give me my, give me my drug or give me this or I'll kill you, you know, very angrily. But if you wait it out. You can basically he'll you can either make make the character more like you. You can either have him be more uh, aggressive, more like you know the the humble badass, the, the badass with the heart of gold, stuff like that. And the more you delve into it, like the more you like let, let the dialogue options, the more the story opens up and it turns into this fucking military conspiracy shit with drugs and foreign countries and like oh my god, like fuck. Like it gets heavy at points, um, like the like PTSD comes into play. Um, it 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 gets ins- it gets insane, uh, which I I didn't expect. Like there's a point where you think a sequence of events is ha- is happening, but then it happens, but then it doesn't happen, and you repeat that moment, and you realize you are repeating moments. Like it gets really fucking weird, and I didn't expect that, and I'm glad I didn't expect that. Even even me telling you that part, you're not gonna expect it because you're gonna be like. Wait, what? What happened? And again, the gameplay is super sick. So, like, I always have to have one indie darling that I play this year. And I don't think I've had too many this year. You know, like, at least I have the t- chance to play. 
Um, not that I could think of, because the other one that came out this year was Wargroove, and I just got that, but I haven't had the chance to dive into it yet. But, yeah, Katana Zero, holy shit. I'm almost at the end of the game. It's not a long game. Um, the best part about it is that even though you die in one hit, the, the screens are so short. Dying feels no consequence. It's literally, get up again, go, get up again, go. And when you get, when you get the sequence down of what you want to do, um, cause it's not like total free, but you have a certain way of like, okay, I'm going to go this way, this way. I'm going to chuck this at you. going to throw a smoke bomb. You have a way of going about it. It's so satisfying when you nail it down. And in, in no stage ever overstates its welcome. That's the best part. It's perfectly paced out. I highly recommend anybody try this game if you're looking for like a very good slash, not hack and slash, but a very good adrenaline game. Cause once you start going and you get that feeling, you don't want to stop. <laughs> Um, as I'm boring Thomas, I'll stop there. <laughs> I am just uh, tired and sick, so... Yeah, I know. I um, struggle with any game that kills you in one hit. I know, but, like, it's, it's like, because... I know that that's that's a big temperament, and that scared me at first. But, like I said, the, the like, how much space you lose is so little that it's not a problem. Like, there's no live system at all. Like, there's no game over screen. But again, and also, I, I encourage you, if you like a person who likes conspiracy theory narratives, this game's right up your fucking alley. Like, seriously, it's it's really fucking good. Also, if you don't want the conspiracy theory narrative, I'm sure you can just bypass it. Um, but that's all I've really been playing. Um, Why? Uh, yeah, those are just the big, those are definitely the big three. Uh, but, so I'm going to stop talking. Go play all the games I just mentioned, because I'm right. Okay. Um. <laughs> uh. So other than Star Wars, I've been playing um, Judgment. Finally cracked that open. Uh, Friday. What's say. your judgment on it? Judgment is that uh, it's a Yakuza game. <laughs> um. Oh my God. <laughs> you just look at so. your face. Uh, this is great for audio listeners, right? <laughs> You should invest in the in the video version. If you I say see, invest, but it's free. You see him we just look in Justin's Um face. This is Weasley? Oh, is Excuse it Weasley? You. Yeah. Well, the bigger ginger boy. They all look the same to me. Wow. <laughs> How rude. Uh, all um, of my children are unique. <laughs> okay. Uh, so Judgment, yeah, it's a Yakuza game. You play as a... An ex-lawyer who... Okay, so apparently in Japan, at least in the game, lawyers don't... They lose 99% of their cases to uh, prosecutors. Mm. And you're one of the lawyers that like actually won a case. Stop. But the case you won, your client ended up getting charged for killing his girlfriend and setting his house on fire. So... Uh, Okay. You you end up quitting the lawyer business and you work as a uh, PI. And your first case is that you have to help a Yakuza uh, get off scot-free from being charged for killing this guy by gouging out his eyes. So, Jeez. Uh, yeah, it's some, it's some like fucked up like actual Yakuza shit going on. Uh I haven't played a whole lot, but the investigation stuff is really light. It's like, just look around this area until you find the thing that you need to find. And then that's mm. it. I just saw a cat hair float off in the distance from yep. you. 
it's hilarious. Um, but yeah, the fighting system's pretty good. Uh, it's way better than um all the other Yakuza games. Like this one, it sounds more serious. Yeah, well, the story's well. I don't know if it's more serious, but they're all they're all serious. But anyways, the actual fighting system is pretty. It's more evolved from the other Yakuza games. Oh, like this one. Uh, there's only two different fighting styles, and you can actually like run off walls and like jump kick people and stuff. It's pretty cool. Does it um, still feel chunky? I I have a feeling you still might not like it, Justin. Okay. Like it's a little bit more fluid, but it still has a little bit of a chunk to it. Mm. Um, actually, running around the city is is it's different because you can actually like parkour over, uh, like. Uh, benches and stuff like cars oh, and stuff that's an improvement so. at least because like the the i mean what little i played of yakuza felt like a 3d side scroller beat-em-up you know what i mean yeah it like, is a beat-em-up that that very like stilted like i can punch and kick and throw and nothing else like everything is a set animation and you it's do exact. the thing and it's the, exact. yeah exactly yeah. yeah i like that more free for like like star wars you know it's there's animations but there's multiple ways to do things. You have a little bit more, like, like athletics, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah, there's more athletic stuff to it and leveling up and all that. Um, I'm not that very far into it, but I'm really looking forward to playing more of it. Uh, like, uncovering the story. I like the new characters. They're pretty cool. This one's actually fully voiced in English, which none of the other Yakuza games were. Like, fully voiced in English. So that's new and different for the series. Huh. And I actually like the voice uh, actors for the, the English voice actors. Pretty good. Um, so that's pretty much it for that. Uh, let's head on into the news. Today we have... Uh, have you guys ever played Rune? Mm, I'm going to assume no because it was no? a PC game. Okay, so... <laughs> so Rune, for those that... Or this thing, I don't know what Rune is. Rune was like an old school like Viking action, uh, action game, like action RPG. It was pretty. It was pretty cool. But uh, yeah, Rune Two came out, and with that, Human Head Studios was closed and absorbed by Bethesda into Roundhouse Studios. But now, uh, (laughs) Roundhouse Studios are being faced with a lawsuit from their former Rune Two team called Ragnarok LLC. Uh, so Rune 2 has successful Epic Games... Well, successful. Epic Games launch and Ragnarok LLC intend to continue to, to produce content for the title. The Human Head Studios is allegedly withholding assets from the team. According to the legal complaint that has been filed, the lawsuit includes a demand for restitution of all the money transacted by Ragnarok to Human Head, allegedly around $100 million in damages. And a return of the game's property room two is now available through Epic Games Store. Uh, so yeah, it's just a weird story because they made this game, they published it, they got closed down, and they just made a new studio. And now the former business partners are suing them because they need they want the assets to room two. It's just so it's such a wild story. Yes, this isn't... I'm not entirely sure. Let me see if I understand this. So, Human Head Studios... Yes. ...are not the ones that made Rune 2. They were. Then what is this Ragnarok LLC? 
So I assume Ragnarok Rock LLC was um, a business partner with them. Like it was like the team that, like a team that worked on Rune Two. Like maybe they spun out and made Ragnarok as well. I, I'm not sure. I would have to look that up. Okay. Because it sounds like Human Head Studios made the game and are producing the or publishing the game, and Ragnarok, which doesn't uh, former Rune Two team. Yeah, I don't understand any of this. To me, it reads like Human Head Studios are the publishers that bought Ragnarok LLC and then like killed them. No, Ragnarok apparently is the publisher for Rune. The first room. Uh, <laughs> I don't know, man. This story doesn't really make sense. It's just I'm weird. confused. Anyways, Ragnarok wants money. <laughs> it's just okay. a weird story, man, because it's just like... They release the game and then they get closed down and then they start up a new studio and then another studio is asking for money and damages for this game. Well, what's even more confusing is that it said Human Head Studios closed down. But then it said Human Head Studios joined the Bethesda umbrella as Roundhouse Studios. Which to me sounds like Human Head Studios wasn't closed down. They were just rebranded after joining Bethesda. That's essentially what happened. Like the actual, like the the companies, the Human Head Studios closed down, but everyone that worked for Human Head Studios just joined Bethesda as Roundhouse Studios. So they didn't close down. In the business as they did. This it's like stupid. when that when, sounds like a like a shady like you know trying to avoid legal troubles thing. It could be. It like was they're like when probably Westwood, in the wrong here. It was like when Westwood Studios became like EA. West or something, something stupid like that. Yeah, but considering they're now being sued, it sure sounds like they were like, "Hey, maybe if we're not called Human Head Studios, they won't find us." Like, there's a um, there's a buffet place here that used to be Ryan's. Like, I don't know if you know what Ryan's is, but it's just a really nice like American buffet, you know, just general food. Um, and that closed, and it became like a. I forget what it was called. It was like Hunan or something. It was like a like a Chinese buffet. And they got slapped with like 30 some like food policy violations and cool. were, you know, basically like threatened to, hey, if you don't fix this, we're going to close you down. So they just changed their name. It's the same, same people, same place, same food. But they're like, nah, we're a uh, uh, China, uh, China buffet. I don't remember what it's called anymore, actually. <laughs> Cause I'm not going to go there anymore, but it's like everything is the same. They just literally changed the, the thing yeah. on the marquee yeah. and have continued doing business after all of that bad press, because that bad press is tied to the old name. <laughs> yeah. So Ragnarok LLC is the publisher of room two. Okay. They said they had no knowledge of human head, uh, was about to shut down. Um, yeah, it just seemed like human head, Wanted to just not deal with this anymore and just change their name. Yeah. They're getting acquired by Bethesda. Which is funny because, like, like, the community around Rune 2, they've been waiting for this game for a long time. Really? And they finally got it. And I don't, I can't speak to the quality because I haven't played it or seen anything of it. 
Uh, I like the first one. I don't know. Maybe I'll check out Rin 2. But I don't know what's going to happen with it. I didn't even um, know what it was until now. So The first game was pretty cool. Like If you can get that for really cheap, like a couple bucks, check it out. It's kind of hard to go back to some of those action-adventure games. Or action-RPG games. I'm okay. Yeah. Agreed. Uh, Something I'm I'm okay with is Super Mario Maker 2. Uh, Apparently there's a new update, including the Master Sword. Yeah, did you read any of this? No. Okay, then I'll take over. Um, This is a really cool update. Like, this is their, like, 2.0 update. And it's got a lot of new stuff. Um, Honestly, like... When the game came out, everyone assumed they were going to add, you know, like new, uh, new modes, like the, uh, like something else with the 3D world style and things like that. Uh, but it's been out for like six months and there haven't really been like major updates like this. So I guess it just took six months and they're just like shadow dropping it. Um, but it adds a bunch of new, uh, creator tools like, uh, pokies and snowballs and uh p blocks uh, or the, like the you know the p power up and then like blocks that are affected by that or whatever um i don't even remember all of them honestly there was a lot of stuff in this trailer um and mute i'm trying to scroll through here uh all right that's not the that's not the trailer um a bunch of things i don't remember what it all is but the su- most surprising. Oh, they're also adding like a new type of speed runs um, that use like the little ninja creature from I think Mario Two uh, as like other people, essentially course ghosts, and you can chase those like through the level to see who gets the best time. So it's just like, a more like community based way to do speed runs, which is kind of cool. Um. Anyway, the biggest like power up upgrade thing that they added in is only in the 8-bit mode, and it's the Master Sword. Uh, So, like, the first game had, like, the 8-bit costumes or whatever that were just, like, kind of a one-off power-up that make you look like a character, you know, usually based on Amiibo and stuff, but they didn't have any, like, extra powers or anything. This is literally a Master Sword power-up. Like, Mario grabs it and turns into Link, and he can use his sword, like the uh, sideways sword slash, the downward sword slash. Um, I think there's, like, an up... Like an up jab too. Um, and he's got a bow that can shoot in three directions. And bombs that can blow up blocks. Like, it's a lot of power-ups in one. But I think that'll be really cool for making, like, a you know, different types of levels. Because uh, I remember, like, even I, in the first game, tried to make, like, some cool 8-bit, like, other character-themed levels. Uh, where you try to keep, you know, the power-up the whole time. And so I can see some levels where, like, the course condition is to, you know, end the level as Link. And the whole level is just, like, based on Zelda 2 or, like, a, you know, side-scroller version of a Zelda dungeon. That kind of thing. Where you have to use your... Excuse me, sorry. Uh, you have to use your power-ups to get through the level. Um, and that has me excited. Like, I, I want to jump back into the game anyway, because I really didn't give it a fair shake back in, like, june or july or whenever it came out there's just too much stuff coming out at the same time um and i feel like the hype kind of died down so i hope they do these regular content updates to kind of bring people back every you know three to six months uh 
because I definitely want to try it again. I just want to give a little more time for people to create some of these new levels with like the spikies and things like that um, to play around with. But there was a lot of cool new course elements in there. I just don't remember all of them. And the uh, the story I found pretty much only talks about the Zelda update. So I can't even vamp while trying to find what they are. But yeah, check it out. Check out the trailer. It's like, it's not that long. That's all I got, though. Alright. Um, let's talk about this PlayStation commercial. Uh, I thought this was kind of sad after seeing this on Twitter. That PlayStation commercial rips off loads of artists. So there's like a bunch of artists that went on Twitter saying that this uh, Japanese PlayStation commercial just ripped off their animations. And you can see how similar it is just by the videos they put side to side. And I, I don't know. Sony is not going to reply to any of this because I don't think it got picked up by a lot of media. But yeah. So basically, like, they they pulled a Disney and just stole, like, the animation and put their own, like, characters into those animation frames? Yeah. So they just, like, drew over the animations, essentially? Basically. Okay. And I say pulled a Disney. Oh, a lot of times they did it with their own, like, they just reused animation in other movies. They didn't steal it from other things. Old well, school but Disney. They did that, too. I'm just saying it wasn't as common. Yeah, this is weird. Like, inspiration is one thing, but when it's, like, actually frame for frame the same. Yeah. Sorry, go it's, ahead. It's pretty plain. Uh, ben, what were you going to say? No, oh, it's fuck you, Sony. <laughs> Billion dollar, multi-million dollar company, and you can't afford to got to steal people's shit? Fuck you. Yeah. Do, the question is, because it looks like a lot of this, or no, I guess some of it is, like, actual fan art type stuff. Like, you know, creators' animations. I was going to say, it looks like a lot of it is from, uh, like, the Steven Universe movie or whatever. Yeah, there was but some not of all that, that is. in there. Yeah, um, I was going to say, did they produce Steven Universe? Because then technically that is their animation that they're just repurposing just like <laughs> Disney does. But they're also stealing, you know, fan-created stuff, and that's not cool. Yeah. Uh, let me see. Who does Steven Universe? It's Cartoon Network, so whatever. I don't think Sony owns Cartoon Network. I don't know. There's so few companies that own everything. That would fall under under Warner Brothers. Oh, okay. Alright. So Warner Brothers owns it. Yeah, I guess it does. Okay, so it's still still bad then. Like, that's... Yeah. Did they think people wouldn't notice? Everyone notices. Yeah. (laughs) Well, it's, one it's, person notices, and then everyone notices. Yeah, it's like, it's like when that Marvel game ripped off Street Fighter V's animations a couple years ago. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Alright, let's move into some uh, remakes. We got Resident Evil 3 remake cover art leaked on the PlayStation Network. Remake! Yep. Uh, so, this... I, I assume you don't know anything about this. I, I um, mean, I mean, it's just like it's it's ex- it was in like Thanos. It was inevitable. Resident Evil Three has been in the works for a while now. Like everyone knows has that. It? 
There, mm-hmm. there were there were talks brewing around around when RE2 released that they mm-hmm. were already working on RE3, and mm-hmm. technically they already have the foundation of RE3 with RE2. Yeah, I I don't I probably know the least about RE3, and one of my friends was describing it to me, and I was like, that sounds just like two, but with it, Nemesis they take of they Mr. take X. place around the same time period. Like RE technically RE3 takes place before RE2. Yeah, but even, I'm just saying, even down to, like, the premise, is just, like, it's Raccoon City instead of in a mansion. Or the police precinct, whatever it is, I don't remember. Yeah, you're just following Jill this time. Yeah, and you're following a different character who's being followed by Nemesis instead of Mr. X. Like, yeah. it's well, the Nemesis same thing. Is, well, yeah, but Nemesis is more terrifying than Mr. X. At least in the older version. Because mm. uh, of what Nemesis, Nemesis could, could run at you and could break through buildings. Versus Mr. X is kind of just an inconvenience. Now they've kind of beefed up Mr. X and makes yeah. me wonder, what are they going to do to Nemesis, who was the ultimate nightmare for a lot of kids back then? Hmm. I don't know. I know nothing. I probably don't really even care. But I just thought it was worth noting that this is leaked because I know people are excited. Um, but there was a small news story. It wasn't worth putting in here about, like, uh, they were interviewing Jeff Keighley about the Game Awards. And he said that, like, nothing has been leaked from the show so far. Um, so like all the, all the leaks that are saying they're you know like game award stuff are either fake or confused or Keely's um, lying. I I don't know. I feel like he would he would stoke the fires. You know, he would say like there's been a lot of fakes out there, but a few people are getting it right. I don't so, think like, he would that's even still say that. Like, answer because oh, we don't know oh. which ones are fake and which ones are real. I guess. But by saying that none of them have been like nothing has been leaked. It's specifically saying that all of the things that have come out aren't from the Game Awards. Even if they're real, they're not from the Game Awards. Because the other thing that came out, which I don't have on here, is there's a state of play next week. Uh, On the 10th, I think it is. So this RE3 thing could very well be a leak from that. Like, it doesn't mean that it's not real. There's also Capcom Cup Finals in two weeks mm. which they which while it's not a fighting game thing they could show <laughs> off they could show it off there yeah so the you, i don't know if you all talked about it last week or if it was even out last week but there was the weird like resident evil stickers in smash brothers no, we didn't talk about it okay it was all character like it was a, like characters together in a sticker just randomly, like, Resident Evil's taking over Smash Bros. Yeah, they were going to be, like, the you, things you can fight, yeah. That, but that's, like, main characters in the games. I don't think it includes Nemesis. No, it was just, like, they, it, I it, I just saw, like, Leon, Jill, maybe Chris. Of course it had to be Chris. Yeah, there was. There was. But, like, but no monsters. To it was me, that the, makes the, me think, like, if they're teasing, like, a, a Resident Evil thing to Smash, like, is Nemesis going to be a playable character? <laughs> No, it would the, be the, first of all. It would be Chris or Jill or Leon, well, no, not a monster. But those characters are all on a all on a sticker. That doesn't mean anything. Zelda's a sticker and she's playable. The stickers don't mean anything. But the, the, you get those stickers by playing that character's like classic mode run. Okay, that doesn't deconfirm any. Uh, it, it, I, they're, I, I would, I would, I will shave my head. Which isn't hard if Nemesis gets into Smash. <laughs> I will. Too. They would put. Leon, Chris, or Jill, or even Claire, but Claire's Is boring. Chris and Jill not in Smash? No, they're not no. in Smash. Oh, I thought that Leon's was the one who that. should be in Smash, though, because yeah. of GameCube. See, I think they would go with the girl, because there's, like, no girl DLC characters. Yeah, but... it'd be Jill. Yeah. 
But I don't know. It just seemed weird that they're randomly putting a sticker in there. Like it's t- it's got to be teasing something else. Nemesis well, would be an assist trophy. Oh my god! Yes, that'd be cool. <gasps> Spectre Mansion stage. Stop getting me excited for stupid. <laughs> He'd probably just be a stage. You hide for things that might not exist. No, I know. In another reality, exists, and I gotta pierce the barrier <laughs> because, like, yeah, they haven't released Terry yet. But Terry's what? out. He's huh? been out. Terry's. What do you mean? He's been out. Or you oh yeah, he is out. Yeah, I well, talked I was about say, him. We talked about it like two weeks ago. I, I, Bust him I played Sorry. him. I played as him on the plane. In uh, whatever. Um, <laughs> you don't deserve Terry. My mind's been weird lately. Uh, yeah. The like, what if the Capcom Cup they announce a Smash character? That would be weird. Sorry, we're getting we're getting no, ahead of things. They're not, just, they're not, they're not gonna do that. I don't care about good. this announcement specifically, but I yeah. love like the you know that Capcom's getting popular again, so it makes me happy yeah. to speculate. It's, oh, especially the Monster Hunters. Oh my god, I love watching that game. Yeah, sure. Uh, so that's the story of the week. I think is Vanquish and Bayonetta getting remasters coming to Xbox One. I added a story, by the way. It's you a small ahead. one. I know we can do the Vanquish one, but I just want to let you know that way we know. It's not really a whole lot of news other than these games are coming. Okay, and they're gonna have yeah. 4K and 60 FPS, which is great. I mostly um, put this in here for low, but you know, I put it in the in the notes. I should say he's probably not still here. Oh, I can make too sad cool for us these days. Are there people <laughs> so salty that they can't play Bayonetta two because it's on the Wii U slash Switch now? Probably. Oh, God, yes, give me your tears. Give me your sweet, sweet, juicy tears. Ah. Pony up, bitch. Um, Wait, is that Bayonetta 2 or 3? Both two. of them are, would be Switch. 3 isn't out yet. Three. I was going to say, because that yeah. is 2 on Switch? 2 is on two is exclusive to Switch and Wii U. Okay. Yeah. I knew it was on Wii U. I had the ported. Wii U version. Yeah, it's so on Switch. Um, so I, I would bet we're going to get a Bayonetta 3 trailer at Game Awards. I hope so. It's been a while. It's been two years. Because it was announced at Game Awards. And yeah. that's like it's too mature for most of Nintendo's uh like, you know, things that they put out. Yeah. So I think Game Awards is too hot for Nintendo. Yeah. I mean and and Platinum I mean they just had a pretty big hit with Astral Chain this year, so it's let's go. I want my Bayo three. Yeah. I, want, I, I need I still need to rebuy Bayo one and two for Switch just because complete the set. Alright, Ben, do, do your story. So uh uh, Soul Calibur 6 is getting a world tour in 2020. Uh, so um, recently, of course, with the Season 2.0 update with new characters and new movesets, Ben and Emka has been success- run successful world tours for a number of years with both Tekken, which is this weekend, which will probably be over. Congratulations to Arsenal for winning uh, Tekken World Tour Finals. Uh, more recently, Dragon Ball Fighters, uh, but now it seems another pillar. Uh, Soul Calibur uh, player community Kayane uh, announced today at Soul Calibur 6 World Tour will be starting at Evo Japan, which is January 24th to the 26th. So the first stop of the, which is probably one of the earlier stops, because most of these tours don't start to like March or April. Um, Soul Calibur series producer Motohiro Okubo, as well as Mark Man Julio, uh, who's one of the well-known members of the FGC, will be joining the fight, uh, Fighting uh, Tuesday stream, which is a big stream in Japan. A big fighting game stream in Japan for uh, Namco games. Um, let's see, yeah. So yeah, it's basically that's it. Uh, and this is big. I put this in here because, like, Soul Calibur, like a lot of people kind of forgot Soul Calibur existed after its launch, 
And and Thomas, you and I watched Evo where like the guy for the one of the producers for So Calibre Six is we got nothing, you know, we don't even know. And then BAM season two, you know, so like the caliber scene seems to be really happy with the changes. So I'm I'm happy that, you know, more there's another world tour for these for people to play. Um yeah, it's super cool. So Calibre is so, so cool. Especially especially the newest version. So I'm gonna be watching that and I can't wait to watch to stay up to like five in the morning. Watching Evil Japan and wrecking my sleeping schedule. Oh boy. I still have a code for Soul Calibur 6. For PC? Yeah. Did you or Justin want it? I don't know. I mean, Justin's PC could probably run it better, but my god, I I want to play that so fucking bad. Yeah, go for it. I don't... You yeah. would play it more than I would. I mean, if my PC can melt... I don't know if it can run it. <laughs> That's the thing. The Switch can run Mortal Kombat 11. Yeah, but when this isn't on Switch, this is my PC. Just throw all the settings on low. I'll pro- I'm okay. just saying, like, uh, Soul Calibur's older and probably has it settings came out that go... It came out last year, not older. Older than Mortal Kombat 11. Yeah, but Mortal Kombat 11 has more high fidelity than this. I don't understand. Why are you comparing Switch to PC? I don't understand the comparison. Because I'm saying if if that a modern game can scale down to Switch, then it can scale down to your PC. See what I mean? Right. Okay, I'll try it. Thomas, give me the fucking coke, please. I want well, to ask like that. Maybe I'll just sell it. That's fine. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm sorry. All right. Um, let's end the show here, Justin. Yeah. Uh oh. That okay. That's my cue. Um, you can find me if you look for zero score around the internet because I've been slowly like getting all of my names together, which is really nice. So. Mm-hmm. Uh, like I just mean that as far as like the you know the addresses you look up. So like Twitch, I'm actually zero score. Uh, YouTube, I'm I mean I'm always zero score. But like my my like uh, custom URL or whatever is actually zero score now. Um, Twitter, I'm I've still got that stupid underscore, but I'm getting there, one step at a time. Okay. Um, I'm also slowly getting there with the travel vlogs. Hopefully, I'm trying to stay one ahead. So, like, I'll release part two this weekend and then hopefully finish part three this weekend also and release that next week. But it's, it's, we're getting there. <laughs> and Ben? Twitter.com slash Marvelous Iggy, where you can find me retweeting a lot of arts and get ready for a lot of fighting game content because over the next two months, everybody's world tour is ending. So, a lot of highlight shit. So, look for that if you want some good shit. And you can find me, your host, Thomas, on Twitter, CSG Thomas. I'm also Kane Plays Stuff on Twitch. You can email me, Thomas, at charshop.com. We're also on Spotify, iTunes, Stitcher, and review us wherever you find your podcasts. And until then, guys, enjoy your games and have a good night.